Win Now with Stealing Signs. We help you dominate any fantasy baseball league by giving you the information your opponents don't want you to have. So sharpen your pencils, get ready to take some notes, and let's get going. Well, hey, Justin, we're back at it. It's only been, what, 27 months since the last time we talked on this show, at least. How have you been? Life's been good. Baseball's back, and uh, we're looking at another interesting one. So it feels good to be back on the podcast as well. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you're made for this, man. You're made for this. You're, you're the right kind of just obsessive that you know what you like and what our listeners like just matches so this is perfect so welcome back man it's it's been a long time seeing you on this obviously we've talked and communicated on a number of other things a number of other times but so happy to see you again man and uh i i right before we started recording you said you were just getting over covid you got- <laughs> oh yeah yeah so um lasted i don't know maybe like four days um should have known that I was going to get sick. I was uh, spent a week in New York City with my niece prior to that. And so from Tucson, Arizona to New York City, that's a lot of uh, flight time. <laughs> and so, you know, re- the round trip got to me, whether it was airplanes, subways. Something, something. That piece of gum you picked off the railing, any number of things will take you out. Yeah. It could have been yeah, yeah. anything. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, I, I mean, just again, to give give our listeners an understanding of just how obsessive you are. Your niece is such a great uncle. You wanted to take, she wanted to go to New York city. You did it. It was because she, she got what she graduated eighth grade or something, right? Yeah. yeah I just got out of eighth grade. Yeah. So let her, let her go on a trip uh, anywhere in the continental U.S. Anywhere in the continental U.S. That's how we're celebrating. And that. you happen to be within three hours of Cooperstown. So therefore you, you're forced this just, you know, young eager eighth grader to have to endure uh going through cooperstown <laughs> that's right that's right told her that uh look if, if uncle justin's putting this thing for uh for manhattan together then uh we're also having a day trip to cooperstown and um she she obliged i made that the very first thing that we did in the morning um or i'm sorry at the trip yeah but uh yeah, she she was a champ about it. She she appreciated it. She did. I saw the picture. She looked like she was. Those look like genuine smiles. But I don't know. Kids these days, they they know how to smile for the Instagram posts anyway. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm sure she's into all of that. <laughs> You're a great uncle. You're a great uncle. So, uh, but I'm sure our listeners don't want to hear about how much of a great uncle you are. They want to know what's in your head. And as we talk about prospects, the last time we talked again, 27 months ago, you took us through. What I thought was a really good explanation of the 80-20 scale, the scouting scale, helping people decipher what it is. What is a 20? What is an 80? What is a 55? Uh, So let's kind of take this a little further. When you hear a lot of people talk, and there's a lot of stats out there, and they talk about, you know, this stat, that stat, whatnot. And then you'll hear people say, well, you know, he passes the eye test, or he doesn't pass the eye test. So Talk to me a little bit about when when a scout says or when it's reported that a scout said or someone in baseball says something about the quote-unquote eye test. What does that mean, and, and what are they talking about, and, and what can we wean from that? To me, uh, I think that I think a lot of that has to do with, you'll hear the term looks good in a uniform, 
Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, how athletic are they? Do they have that baseball body? You know, is mm-hmm. it that high waist kind of V, uh, V shaped upper half? Um, how do they run? Are they, uh, are they swift with their movements? Are things fluid? You know, so that, that's the eye test. You know, it's, it's, just, uh, it's, it's not the John Crux that are passing the, the eye test. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not El Guapo, right, on the mound. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, literally, it is literally that it is an eye test. And, and do, do you think scouts uh, develop a type? Like, uh, I know this, this sounds... It sounds sexual, but but in reality, right? Do do are there types? There are there scouts or teams that like certain players and and how they look. Like I was just watching the Red Sox play the Yankees, and you know you see Judge, and then you see Stanton step up to the plate. And I was like, wow, they they look very similar. Uh, you know, yeah. is is that a thing, right? Uh, or is it just a basketball team with Yankees uniforms on? I don't know, but yeah, I mean, you know, you think about that, even. Our positions at our own respective jobs, like you have, you have your staff, you have your team, and you want that cultural fit. You kind of know mm-hmm. what your department's identity is, you know, and it's no different with uh, what's going on in the clubhouse and an organization. So, I mean, from a, a personnel perspective, yeah, I, I, I absolutely believe that teams have a type. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's how I, w- I would answer that. So... Uh, and I, I've heard a lot, and actually just just read some some uh, scouting reports on some players, and they talk about that high waist, long legs, and it's as if scouts kind of drool over that and what they're looking for. And then I'll I'll watch other teams, and it seems like they're they're going for more kind of a like the 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 Marlins seem to just draft guys that are five eight uh, with fast bat speed uh, and uh, a little swing and miss in their profile. So I, I guess it really does come down to the human part of it too, with that scouting staff and what they're looking for. Yeah. Now uh, I know that you frequent the the uh, complex leagues in Arizona. A lot of people uh, may not know that, but you live in Arizona, and the sole reason you live in Arizona is because you can go watch baseball year round. <laughs> it's the sole reason. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was. That was I, uh, I, yeah. I moved to where the baseball is and everything else. I just knew would would f- get figured out one way or another. <laughs> I think there's some truth in that. I really do. Uh, <laughs> but you do stay. You hang out at the at the fields, the complex. So the complex leagues are 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 you know it. It's like below low A. So you have like the complex leagues, right? And you have low A, high A. Double yeah, A, the complex a. league is what they're calling the Arizona Rookie League now. You know, so I, I'm not sure why they uh, why they changed it from being called Rookie League to now the uh, the complex league, but it, it's essentially the same thing. These kids that are coming out of the uh, the Dominican Summer League, you know, just got signed at age 16, 17. Now right. they're coming to the states. They, they generally come out here to. Uh, uh, the complex league, and so you get to see some um, some pretty big name guys. I mean, some Marco Luciano. Gosh, it was like he had he had just been stateside for a week, you know. So I, I saw Luciano very wow. very early. He had a home yeah. run his first at bat too. Moonshot. Um, you saw? Wait, you saw Luciano's first at bat in the United States? I the first official at bat. Um, I was there. 
it was like his third game. His third oh, okay. game stateside. Right. Gotcha. And uh, that first bat in that game, he had a home run. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, this season, I actually haven't been up there this season. Christian Hernandez with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the, uh, he was the big name um, out there this year. But, um, you know, we'll have the draft this upcoming Saturday, I believe, or a week from today. And uh, some of those guys that sign early, they can get sent out here too. So I might not have to uh, make the drive to go see some of the, uh, the young draft picks. And so, so yeah, Complex it, it, League, they're still, they're still playing, right? They're still, they're still playing a game. It's not like a practice. Oh, yeah, You're not yeah. out watching practice. Correct. No, I, I'm watching games. You know, it'll be um, all of the teams that are out here for spring training will have their complex teams out here. Um, and I believe the Giants are the only team that actually have two different complex teams. They have a orange and black team. Giants orange and Giants black. <laughs> yeah, that's because the they, they practice... They practice player platoons. That's where they train. They train their gen, their managers because they they. I mean, that team is the the master of the platoon. So they, of course, they have to have two complex leagues. They got to train the the coaches as well uh, on how to do that, how to get the most out of every hitter, right? How to make Brandon Belt a force in baseball again. So <laughs> I now I, yeah. I got to believe, man, that the complex leagues. Like I've been to minor league games. Uh, you know, lived in Florida for many years. Uh, and I would actually travel when I lived on the West Coast. I would tra- lived in the Pacific Northwest. I would travel down to Arizona and watch spring training. But I I gotta believe the complex leagues, the rookie leagues, that there's not a lot of people hanging out there. I mean, I mean, do they even it serve is- food? Can you can you buy popcorn oh or a hot dog? Gosh. No, no. The level <laughs> okay. of nerdness. That you need to reach him <laughs> to go to a complex league team. Right. It is of epic proportions. And uh, those kind of rare souls are the ones that, um, you know, are, are your partner in a uh, prospect podcast. You, know, you, <laughs> you need people like me. <laughs> I, I imagine <laughs> there's some characters. Like so, yeah. I'm sure there's some characters um, you've, you've. Yeah. And, and we all look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what tall, dark, and only, handsome, right? <laughs> that's exactly it. And uh, as for the fans, you know, you're just talking about the guys who are out on the field. Um, but the fans, <laughs> I'm one of like five, maybe eight. You know, it's like that, and then twenty scouts, and then that's it. And I'm probably heavy on the twenty scouts. It's more like a dozen. <laughs> a dozen. Actual yeah, that's scout. That's it. No, no concessions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are actual scouts with actual radar guns. Not just the eye test of, wow, you see that run from home to first? That was quick. <laughs> and so, you know, I, yeah. I, so there are actually, there are people out there that aren't in paid positions in baseball that are watching this. And, and you guys are checking oh, this yeah. out. And then what are you what are you looking for? Again, you're doing this for entertainment. I get it. You're also doing this. I know you're in a very competitive dynasty league that we're both in, but are you doing this also to just dominate for years in fantasy baseball? No, I, I genuinely like it. You know, I mean all of, all that I read, it's 
well, the various sources for like fan graphs. I pay attention to um, pay attention to the draft, Baseball America, like you know, all of these big prospect uh, blogs, news feeds, you know, whatever. Um, you know, you read about these about the top um, J two signings. You know, who who is that? You know, who's the hot sixteen year old, the Roderick Arias, the Jason Dominguez? Who is it this year? You know, and so when right. Christian Hernandez you know, finally makes it stateside. You've read all about him for a year or so, you know, and now you got a chance to go drive up and see this kid. That's it. You know, it's like, I've been reading about them for long enough. Want to get my own assessment on them. And, um, you know, sometimes I believe everything that the, uh, the scouting report is, is writing. Others might have something different. Um, for instance, when I saw Julio Rodriguez play, I'm like, this kid is fast. This kid, <laughs> this kid's quick. He is way faster than the, uh, the 50 speed that uh, scouting reports are putting on him. And now look how many stolen bases this guy has. So yeah, you know, I, I go out there and I have fun with it like that. That's fantastic. Okay, so, uh, and you're willing to, to throw knuckles at a scout who, you know, gave Rodriguez a 50 speed because yeah he's fast yes i think he's got how many stolen bases do you have i think over 17 18 right maybe 20 20 plus uh yeah. and this is what july 10th yeah he's he's special he's a special player so yeah when is. you're looking this kid is right real when you're sitting there in the complex league what are you specifically looking at what's what's the eye test for you uh you do you go with a radar gun do you have a radar gun justin I do not. No. Okay. All right. You know, so this in, is all uh, eye test. Oh yeah, one hundred percent eye test. Um, you know, I, I'm looking at uh, at the body. You know, like uh, how's it shaped? Um, are they able to add good weight? Do they look mm-hmm. like they're physically maxed out? You know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that actually took a while for me to really understand. You know, like. Being able to anticipate like the the good weight, like looking at someone's like physical structure and, and uh, being able to determine how the uh, the strength and conditioning coaches are are going to be able to help them out. That was, yeah, I'd say that took me a while. But um, you look at bat speed. Um, are they striking out? And if so, how? You know, like what did they look like when they were swinging? Uh, did they did they take one that was clearly in in the zone? Um, so yeah, bat to ball skills and uh, physicality. I would say that strike zone judgment. Those are the big ones. Well, now the, the the pitch the the kids that are pitching are the same age typically as the kids that are hitting, right? So the pitches that they're seeing oh, yeah. aren't they're not double A quality stuff, right? So if you're swinging and missing at those um, pitches, it's relative. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I mean, some of these kids, they're, it's not high school anymore, you know, and this isn't even college. Like, I mean, you get some of these college draft picks that are going to be like wrapping up the year down there in, in the complex league. Like, these kids are still freaking good, even though they're only 17, 18, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it's relative, I, I would say, when it comes to the pitching, but you're correct. They're not looking at um, 
you know, pinpoint uh, command, you know, with an understanding of how to sequence. You know, I mean, the, these kids are different than a an advanced double A or or a triple A pitcher, right? And so, uh, before we move on uh, from the complex league and the eye test, who's the single best player or the player that you're ex- you were so excited to actually see in the complex slash rookie league? That is in the majors now, so that you know you've there's been some time when you saw them to today. Ooh, let's see some of the guys that ring a bell. <laughs> this is actually pretty funny. Uh, Trent Grisham, um, I was pretty excited about him. Um, I thought he was going to be like a 280 2020 guy, mm-hmm. you know, with the with the way that he played. He looked like he had it. He looked like he was going to be pretty damn good. Um, we'll see about Luciano, um, who's in the majors now, though. Gosh. Oh, you know what? Dansby Swanson. Oh. I remember seeing him okay. and uh, thinking, you know what? I don't think this kid's going to make it. Um, I thought that it, it looked like he had bowed legs. And I was like, if as a shortstop, like it's like he had these bowed legs. It looks like he walks strange. I'm like, I'm missing something here. Um, I don't think that this guy's going to be able to play short. I don't think he's going to be able to run. Like this is this is just a weird number one pick. Was it a signability thing? I was obviously way off. I mean, he's not a superstar, but the kid wins. You know, Swanson. He's always won. He won a Vanderbilt. Won him with the Braves, so um, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a heck of a major league career that I saw of a player in the complex league. He stands out. And is there anybody that you 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 said you're excited about going to see? Who was it you said you were going to see uh, recently? Uh, you just said it, um, um, Christian Hernandez uh, Christian for the Hernandez. Cubs. Um, that's right. And then you know, with uh, next week's draft happening. Um, some of those kids that get signed, um, they'll get they'll get sent over there to uh, the complex league, uh, just to kind of get acclimated to, you know, pro ball. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. So <clears throat> now, when we think about uh, you know the the uh, uh, prospect game and being able to excel at the prospect game, clearly. You're there. You're putting the time in. You're, you know, you know, you've been doing this for a lot. So you kind of, like you said, got a sense to learn and understand uh, how to do this. So let's just say there is somebody living in Florida or Arizona, or maybe they just live near, uh, you know, uh, one of the minor league teams there. But they haven't ha- have they haven't put the time in. But they still want to, you know, see and and. Uh, you know, uh, get that information and help them build their dynasty team. What would you tell somebody who's just brand new, just starting out? Uh, you know, me, for example, I haven't gone and hung out at the complex leagues. What should I look for? Uh, you know, given I don't know what you know, but I probably could see okay. something, right? Yeah. I mean, you would try to uh, narrow down who to focus on based on the stats. Look at the team stats. Who's doing really well on that team? Mm-hmm. You know, what's their number? 
Um, you see numbers like uh, 13 and 7, you know, we're doing really well. Then uh, just kind of focus on them on the field and look forward to those at-bats. And, uh, you know, that kind of let uh, some other people do the initial work for you, you know, putting in the, um, compiling the statistics for you to see, you know, yeah, who, who's statistically having a good season. Oh, that makes sense. Did I say that right? Yeah. And then, and then I, I would probably add, uh, you know, there is that sense of, uh, oh, that looked really good, right? Like th- that, you, yeah. You'll see something happen, whether that's you know fast. Wow, they were really fast, or they really closed in on that, you know, on that uh, line drive really well, and made a good others, play. It sounds like or a there was a sound when they hit that ball, and it, it went really far, uh, you know, kind of loud. You know things like that, and just be open to those types of things. That makes sense. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So uh, before we close the show, I'd like to know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who's yes. somebody in single A right now? That you're excited about. I'll, I'll also share yeah, mine those, as well. Uh, you're absolutely who's, who's right. Somebody the, that uh, sound you know, of the ball you, you coming think, off the bat. It can uh, you know, could sound be a pitcher. Could be a, uh, a position player. Some of them Either just, way. Either way. But who is it that's really exciting for you right now? For our listeners, uh, not trying to get see. secret information for our baseball the, league. Uh, well, you. <laughs> You already have him on your team, so it's all right. It is uh, Jackson Churio with uh, Milwaukee. That is the uh, oh. that is the high A kid that uh, I don't stop hearing some big things about. So if he happened to be available, you know, we can <laughs> you can look through maybe some of these recent recent guys that I just picked up. But uh, yeah, this this Jackson Churio, if if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Um, he is the A ball prospect that uh, seems to be getting the most the most publicity. Um, he, he is he is really tearing it up, isn't he? I mean, it's just and he kind of came out of nowhere uh, for for many of us. I don't you know I don't think that yeah, uh, right. he was as high. I mean, I know I had heard some things. I think what is it, Weimer? Uh, I've heard uh, he's also in the Milwaukee system. Who yeah, was yeah. you know I think you know I think. You know, uh, really well thought of. And what's interesting is he's having a little trouble putting bat to ball, right? Uh, you know, I was uh, just going to say he's a nice power speed guy, but don't know what kind of an average he's going to be putting up. Mm-hmm. Um, another guy in a ball. You know, the shortstop with uh, the White Sox, um, Colson Montgomery, that kid. I mean, this is his third stop in the minors. I want to say he's got like a career, probably 330 uh, batting average in the minors. I mean, he just doesn't stop hitting for a very high average. Developing power, um, probably going to end up moving to uh, third, um, just because he might outgrow short. But um, he's another one. when you have those kind of uh, high batting averages, um, low strikeout, you know, developing power, it, 
that's pretty fun. It, it, all, it all comes down to the head tool. Yeah, right. That, that's something that it, now it's been it's been interesting to me that there are times where players, you know, who they do get that uh, that uh, that tag, right? Of you know that uh, a ball. Excuse me that they that they can't put bat to ball, right? That that to me is mm-hmm. you know something that. But you know, obviously, they can work on that. They can make that happen, uh, and you know, I think that you know, over time, that could be you know worked on. But the ability to put back to ball in the in the lower levels is actually a great sign. And then, typically, what I'm doing is I'm saying, okay, if they can put back to ball, can they can they put some thump behind it, right? So, is there power? Uh, and even doubles is fine for me, but that's exciting. So there's there's two for me. Uh, in single A that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, Jordan Lawler, shortstop for Arizona. Uh, oh, yeah. Pretty ex- oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty excited about him. Uh, 19 years old, uh, young guy, uh, just passes the eye test, right? 6'2", 190. Yeah. Uh, showing all the tools. Showing all the tools. Showing all the tools. And then it's probably not going to be a surprise for you, but uh, Diego Cartaya, uh, the catcher, I might not be saying that right, but Diego Cartea, uh, catcher for the uh, uh, L.A. Dodgers, and you know I'm not a big fan of catchers, especially in the lower minors, because it takes so long to develop. There's so many things to get in the way, and then if they have a great hit tool but can't really catch that well, they typically end up being you know first baseman or DH. But this Diego Cartea kid, uh, really exciting, six three two nineteen. So uh, just a just a, a Hulk behind the plate, you know. But pretty excited, Ruiz, and in fact, don't forget uh, uh, is going to be going playing at the Futures game. So uh, I bet you're going to be setting the TiVo up for that, huh? And recording that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And um, to your point with Cartaya, uh, isn't that great? Look at yeah. the uh, and so, catchers. Uh, and Dodgers I'm excited. I'm excited about recently. watching the Futures game. It's been fun for me uh, for many years. This is is actually, you know, uh, I find to be uh, just one of the most fun games. I mean, sometimes things don't happen. Sometimes things do happen. But just seeing these kids on a on a big stage. I think is is pretty awesome, and I know you're going to be watching it. I know you. Oh, yeah. This is probably like you're going to have first time to get you know, to see him everyone out of the house. You're, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, you know, what are you going to be looking for in the in the futures game? I know what I'm going to be looking for. I'm going to tell you right now, Gunnar Henderson, Gunnar Henderson, Baltimore shortstop yeah, up know, to AAA it's... now. Yeah. Um, I think you're exactly right. I mean, the guys that you have uh, in your farm system, um, those are the guys you're just naturally going to be rooting for, um, <laughs> you know. And hopefully, every hopefully everybody in a dynasty league has, I don't know, at least two of these, at least two of these guys that are going to be playing in in the game. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely fun to see your own play. But um, 
you know, when you see somebody just mashing, you know, or, or strike out, strikes out a side, um, you know, you're quickly jumping on your, uh, on your phone, you know, putting in your, uh, CBS or, or, uh, Fantrax app and seeing if that guy's available and trying to snag him. It's, you know, fun stuff like that. It gives you an idea on, um, you know, do I really want to, do I really want to pick up that guy that I have on my, on my scout team, on my watch list, those sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. So we look at, you know, um, so we've got the uh, American League team, right? And you take a look at, you know, in the infield, Gunnar Henderson, super exciting. Uh, John Kensey Noel, this is a, a, a giant uh, in the Cleveland uh, system. And it's, it's, I'm excited about seeing him because uh, there's some swing and miss in his game, but he's got just light tower power. So I'm pretty excited about seeing them. They've got a list at 180. He's definitely heavier than 180. Uh, Nick Prado, uh, but Spencer Steer is another one that's uh, pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, the kid. Yeah, he, uh, looks like he's going to hit for a high average, and um, kind of in line with uh, with another middle infielder they got over there with uh, Luis Arise. Right. I think Steer could have more uh, more power though. Yeah. Well, and and he's, he's certainly showing it now in the minor leagues, and then Anthony Volpe or Volpa. Or Volpe. I don't know how we say it. How we say it? Mm-hmm. Volpe! Anthony Volpe! <laughs> yeah. Man, we should probably... So, yeah, we'll... We're, uh, Justin, we're going to have to get better at, at, at pronouncing these players' names if we keep doing this, right? We're going to have to really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. But um, with... Uh, man, Volpe, we'll, we'll see how, uh, how well he ends up doing. I mean, I know he had some real struggles when he initially got brought up to double uh, A, but seems to be turning those around, and especially in the stolen base compartment. That guy's been stealing all kinds of bags. It's good, man. Good speed. Speed. Speed with the young boys. Just make the right, the right decisions. And then you've got uh, in the outfield some really interesting prospects. I think for me, though, I'm going to be looking for Jason Dominguez. This this kid came with all kinds of hype uh, to the United yeah, States. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. A body right off the comic books, right? When you talk about passing the eye test, this, this kid was jacked when the Yankees signed him. But pretty underwhelming in terms of what he's been doing you know, uh, in the minor leagues. Yeah, I recently read that um, they have him toning down on the, uh, the muscle mass just to an increase in flexibility, um, which makes sense, especially if, what, he's going to continue playing center. So, I don't know, the Martian uh, has been underwhelming, you know, after uh, the Bo Jackson, Mike Trout, Mickey Mantle comparisons. <laughs> right? That was just hard to live up to, right? Uh, I mean, Bryce Harper is the only one I know that has really stuck with that, right? Been able to to make good on being on the cover of Sports Illustrated like that. and. You know, this, this, it's just, it's enormous. Oh, yeah. And then two time MVP and the rookie of the year. He, Harper, he's on, he's on his way. He, I think he'll get in. And then you got, this is a really interesting thing. The, the coaches, a couple of coaches popped out at me. So the manager uh, is Jimmy Rollins. So oh. that was, that was exciting. And then, uh, roll. All right. yeah, yeah. 
And then Edwin Jackson, former major league pitcher, pitching coach. Oh, Transaction Jackson. Transaction <laughs> Jackson, that's right. And then check oh, this out. Check this out. Adrian Beltre is the hitting coach for this team. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Where would you rank him best third baseman you ever watched? And I've seen him live. Uh, you know, it was interesting. Uh, for for many years, he was he was good, right? He was good, but it just seemed like the longer he was around, just the better he got, and it was like more solid he got. And then, you know, I think like defensively, yeah, yeah, I think I think defensively, he I he did really well for way longer than I thought he would. And then offensively, yeah, I mean, it agree. just it just seemed like he. He just got kept getting better and better and better, and and it was you know I would I would make sure I watched his at bats because I he just the power in in that bat was was thunderous. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know how long his career was. I should probably have the stats uh, tab up, but we'll, 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 we'll iron these kinks out. We'll iron. That's crazy. Yeah. That guy. He's 10th all time for third baseman and career wins above replacement. By wins above replacement terms, he is the 10th greatest third baseman that ever lived. And he is still not a Hall of Famer. Think about that. Did you note that when you went to Cooperstown? Did you did you say, hey, can I speak to, you know, the Hall of Fame writers representative, please? Because I think I think that uh, I need to uh, lodge a complaint, sir. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking. They need to <laughs> they're not. There. Clearly, they're not thinking. They're not. So uh, yeah. we go over to the National League. Uh, Yuri Perez, pitcher for Miami. Really, really excited to see this kid. Six foot eight, two twenty, uh, and just can shove it. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he's doing. He's having a great year this year in Double A. So oh, yeah. very excited about it, that. At only eight, 18 in double A. I mean, you listen to listen to the scouting report and you'll look at his size. I mean, they might have another Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, that, that is exciting. And, and it just seems like the Marlins can draft, develop. You know, as a Red Sox fan, it, you know, uh, finally, uh, Brian Bello, right? Uh, somebody that we, we've mm-hmm. developed. But it's been years. But it seems like Miami just just continues to. They've got somehow they've cracked oh, yeah. that code. Pablo Lopez. I mean, he came up through there, and yeah, yeah, they're they're very very good. Um, the other pitcher on uh, the NL side that uh, intrigues me is Kyle Harrison with the Giants. 
Um, I believe he's the minor league strikeout leader, um, unless someone just recently surpassed him. But Kyle Harrison's a kid that uh, he just needed to harness his, um, his control a little bit, minimize some of the, uh, the walks. And um, another mm-hmm. team that uh, really knows how to develop arms, the Giants. And I think uh, Kyle Harrison is going to be their, their latest evidence of that. Kyle Harrison, stud for the Richmond Flying Squirrels. One of the best uh, mascots yeah. in all of minor league baseball. Yes. And then Cade <laughs> Cavalli, right? Cade Cavalli, too, I yes. think, uh, for mm-hmm. Washington. Uh, another, another solid, solid pitcher. So, uh, as we said, Diego Cartaya is going to be on there, so I'm excited about that. Now, here's a guy uh, that I am super interested to see if he can develop, because if he does, and he's only in A ball right now, is Ellie De La Cruz for Cincinnati. Kid 6'5", 200, switch hitter, and is, can be electric, and certainly in single A, has had himself a season, half a season at least so far, uh, putting the ball over the fence. He's playing well defensively. There's a lot of people who think that he can actually stay at his position, which is exciting to hear uh, someone that tall, that big, can do that. Uh, again, at such a young age, 19 years old. Have you, have you seen him play? No. No, but uh, he's someone that I've definitely read enough about. Um, so I don't know. I mean, checking out, uh, checking out that stadium in Goodyear, uh, which is where the Reds, the, the two Ohio teams, Sure, that stadium. Um, good years for the Reds and the Indians is what they used to be called. They are now the Guardians. <laughs> the Guardians. And, um, they, yes. they're, they're both over there. Um, so, yeah, now that uh, you know, both sides have some guys that I'm, I'm interested in, um, he, he's definitely someone. Ali De La Cruz. Now, there's a couple of players I know you like. Miguel Vargas. And Esquivel, uh, Ezekiel, sorry, Ezekiel Tovar, yes, who's also oh, yeah. just tearing um, it up. Oh, geez. I mean, he's, uh, he's this year's Anthony Volpe, kind of that uh, shortstop came out of nowhere, putting up dynamic numbers. Um, the thing that I dig about Tovar is it's a little bit younger than Volpe, same stage, and uh, I like Tovar's numbers um, better than. Uh, Volpe's. So that's kind of my my opinion on him. Uh, from what I've read, uh, the good muscle mass that he put on coming into the season, it's it's legit, and uh, you're seeing it uh, in those home runs. Only needs a few more to match his uh, pro car- uh, season high, um, which was 15 last year. He's at 13 home runs this year. Um, but yeah, Ooh. I mean, five tool. Batting 318. Looks like he's uh, developing power. Still double digit steals. I mean, he might, he might be legit. Also, only 20 years old in double A. And that power is going to play in Colorado, too. Yeah, well, right. I, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I, it, so, you know, star of the Hartford Yard Goats, uh, Ezekiel Tovar. Uh, and yeah, again, just. You know, I know the humidor has definitely leveled some of that out, but there are balls that, that leave that yard that wouldn't leave other yards at sea level. So um, very exciting. 
And then I know, I know you love this guy, Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, playing in Double A. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, read some of the uh, scouting reports on that kid. Big, tall, maybe a little bit of swing and miss, but maybe a true eighty grade power. I mean, is it like another Aaron Judge type? We'll see. Could be. Could be very much could be, and then the outfield you've got uh, you know Jackson uh, Chirio, which you had mentioned, uh, Pete Crow Armstrong, Robert Hassel the third, Zach Veen, but Corbin Carroll, right? This uh, this kid, uh, the star of the Amarillo Sod Poodles, uh, Corbin, that Corbin Carroll uh, <laughs> from Double A baseball. You gotta love minor league baseball, absolutely. But I'm excited to see this kid roll. I mean, I speed, there's power. You know, obviously coming off a serious shoulder injury and surgery over the winter doesn't seem to have slowed him down at all. Yeah. So uh, that's actually someone that I did get to see um, this a few months ago, this spring training this year. Um, Got to see him and Alec Thomas. And um, man, I'll say both of them are physically smaller than I expected. You know, and uh, so I'm watching uh, BP, Corbin Carroll, you know, he's probably, he's got to be shorter than I am. I'm 5'11", you know, so he, he's got to be shorter than 5'11". I might say like 5'9", but man, it's, um, might have to fact check that, but um, man, watching him in BP, I mean, he, he was putting him over the fence. You know, I mean, there, he's got some power in there. He, he's got some pop. He's not going to be a, I don't even think he's going to do 25 or definitely not 30, but there's enough in there to be, to make him relevant and to keep pitchers honest. That's for sure. That is for Corbin sure. Carroll, yeah. They have him listed 5'10", 165. Yeah. 5'10", 165 okay. is what they got to listed at. Now, check it out. Batting coach, hitting coach, Sean Green. Remember Sean Green? Oh yeah, he had a four home yeah. run game. Very yeah, cool. yep. Sean Green, he was he was he was electric for a couple of years there, and then yeah. the uh, the inimitable Eric Davis will be oh man coaching first base. Yes, talk about five tools. I mean, right? <laughs> what year was that where he, he had like a twenty home run, eighty stolen base season? <laughs> like just crazy. something unfathomable for now. No. Is anyone ever going to have a 2080 season again? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> no. I, it, it doesn't seem like it, but now with the ball deadening a little bit, I'm seeing teams now running a little more. I mean, it seems like the game that we grew up on is starting to appear in weird ways uh, that we hadn't seen for quite a while with the steroids than with the, you know, the fucked up ball. It's, you know, now it seems like we're starting to see a game uh, and it's, I've even had to adjust, you know, all these fly balls getting caught in the outfield, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm like, oh, wait, this is, this is what it is. In fact, you know, a buddy of mine that went back and watched old games from the eighties, old base major league baseball games from the eighties on YouTube, he said it was, uh, it was pretty entertaining uh, and interesting though. So, well, Justin, this was this was good, man. It's been a while. We're trying to shake the rust off. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you very much. 
and you know we'll be able to talk about the results of the the uh, futures game uh, next week. Yeah, we will. So, um, let's see. Did you make any uh, waiver moves this week? Did you pick anybody <laughs> up? I I was going to, and then I didn't. The last time I did that, you actually picked up um, Colby Mayo from. So I actually had, had tagged Colby Mayo, and then said no. I've got to wait a little more. I don't have room on my roster. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to pick him up. So I I took it off. I canceled it. And then not 48 hours later, you tagged him. And I said, God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Because he had been doing some good stuff. You picked him up a couple weeks ago. He had started to uh, really do very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh see what happens. I, I snagged Colson Montgomery this week. And then another one was um Curtis Mead, who Yes. I don't know. Have Bat will play. We'll see what happens. Well I mean, certainly for I don't that like organization. That he's with Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I don't need another first baseman right now. Can you stick a third? Is he going to move to the outfields? I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, all the guy does is hit. You know, it's kind of like... He's kind of like the AL version of uh, Miguel Vargas. You know? All he does is hit. You know, but where is he going to play? So, I don't know. I still have a very long ways to go with my team. So it's almost like... It's almost like I don't even care what position they play. Are Are they really good? So, I don't know. Still kind of throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks. Best available, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Best available. Yes, best available. Oh, gosh. Like a freaking Patriots draft. Right. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, this was good. This was good. I hope you have a good week. I'm glad you're rebounding from the COVID. The big C, the COVID. And uh, we'll talk to you next week, all right? All right, my man. Good seeing you. Good seeing you, too. Now, hold on. Don't don't hang up yet, because I'm going to stop recording. 